Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Monday, January the 17th, 2022. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, modicum, which means a small portion or a limited quantity. Modicum. I hope everyone is enjoying their Monday. Happy MLK Day. Uh, just a, a wonderful day to celebrate and pay tribute to a man that literally, in my opinion, shook up the world. If there ever was one person that shook up the world, that was him through peaceful protests and nonviolence. So happy MLK Day to everyone. And also, uh, over the recent years, you know, MLK Day signifies a day of service to uh, help those that quite possibly can't help themselves or just to get out and, and get active in your community. Do something, any and anything you can. Just move. So happy MLK Day. And uh, let's move along. As far as the weather here in North Carolina, wow. Uh, yeah, we did get that snow and sleet and freezing rain yesterday. Uh, fortunately for me and, and uh, others here in Durham, uh, power didn't go out, uh, and that's and I'm just thankful for that. It's always a blessing. But in other parts of North Carolina and some in Raleigh, power they've been without power now. I believe they're saying some should have power sometime this afternoon, maybe later. Who knows? But man, just um, wow! I, I, I think they're saying Friday. Quite possibly, we could have some more, and this may be in the form of just snow, depending on how it moves. Maybe this is going to be that winter when we get hammered. We ducked it for so long. Like I always say, North Carolina doesn't get in that uh, inclement weather in the winter like uh, other places. So we'll see what happens come Friday. They're saying quite possibly we could see some snow. <laughs> oh, well, we'll see. We will see. And, uh, of course, yesterday was that uh, those wild card games in the NFL. <laughs> uh, well, Tampa Bay made little or no work out of the Philadelphia Eagles, 31 to 15. The Steelers lost to the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, 42 to 21. And dun, 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 dun. <laughs> the San Francisco 49ers defeated the Dallas Cowboys, 23 to 17. Wow, what a surprise. Hey, 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 you guys knew the Cowboys weren't going to the Super Bowl. This is what they do every year, year after year. They shoot out like they're a bat out of you know what, and then they just flop. So that infamous <laughs> Cowboys skid and flop has come to an end. Yeah, they got, they look horrible. <laughs> they just did. They looked horrible the whole game. And the and if if they just didn't look horrible the whole game, the final play, it was uh, a momentary lapse in judgment on the quarterback Dak Prescott. Held on to the ball. Well, I'm still trying to figure out why with uh, time winding down, the team doesn't have any timeouts. You decide to run what looked like a quarterback sneak up the middle clock ran out when you put the ball down 
You forgot that the ref or the umpire himself is supposed to touch the ball and put it down. You and your center put it down, and he had to, the ref had to come and pick the ball back up and put it down. And by that time, there was no time on the clock. <laughs> time had expired. Wow. Did you see those Cowboy fans in the stands? Wow. They were heartbroken. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't laugh. But they were heartbroken. Man, they were crying. Uh, one couple, the, the the girlfriend or wife, was consoling, <laughs> consoling the guy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I am sorry. I am sorry. But you Cowboy fans, y'all... <laughs> And perhaps next year you may want to walk a little lightly and talk a little lightly too. Because as we all know, Cowboy fans, along with a few other fans in the NFL, are the most boisterous when it comes to their team. Them boys. <laughs> hey, y'all still them boys. <laughs> there you go. There you go, man. Y'all look, they look horrible. They couldn't move the ball. They couldn't throw the ball. They couldn't run the ball. The defense was getting ran all over and getting thrown all over the place, too. Man, San Fran came for them. They just did. Like I said, that is the Cowboys' Achilles heel. San Fran just is. And if, and if that wasn't enough after that, like I said, that last play with that time running off the clock, that was just a, a momentary lapse in judgment. I mean, got caught in the moment. Wasn't thinking. Just wasn't thinking. It just wasn't. Just wasn't. It, it, it's, it's, well, like they always say, better luck next year. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. I promise I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. Uh, no, I ain't. Boy, you cowboys, y'all look horrible yesterday. Y'all just did. Y'all just did. Yeah, you did. You did. All right, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with it. So with, with those uh, games yesterday, it certainly set up the uh, AFC and NFC uh, uh, championship run. See who's going to the Super Bowl. In the AFC, it looks like it's going to be the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Tennessee Titans. And also the Buffalo Bills versus the Kansas City Chiefs. And on the NFC side, it look like, looks like it's going to be the 49ers versus the Packers. And then, of course, Tampa Bay, that game is to be determined. It's based off tonight's game uh, with the L.A. Rams and the Arizona Cardinals. So we'll see who plays Tampa Bay after tonight, Monday Night Football. Uh, I don't make predictions. I just don't because, uh, hey, you never know how, how these things are going to work out. But I'm going to make one prediction here, and uh, just like I did with the Cowboys. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. Well, you know, hey. But uh, this 49ers and Packers game, I'm going to go ahead and call it. <laughs> it's going to be the 49ers. The Packers are going to choke. I know you're going to say last year the Packers beat the 49ers. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. But if you go back and look, uh, they kind of struggle with the 49ers just like the Cowboys. They just do. We'll see what happens. But I'm saying it's going to be the 49ers. <laughs> I, I just am. Green Bay is going to choke. They are going to choke. Can't say too much, though. The Bears are nowhere to be found out of the playoffs like they are every year. Man. Anyway, all right. Let's move along here. Um, let's go get it. Well, 
this next piece here is uh, certainly, I won't say it will open people's eyes. It's certainly not going to open the common folks' eyes because we are out and about all the time and we know the score. We know the lick. We know the hit. We know, we know, we know. We don't need no numbers. We don't need any politicians telling us or economists telling us. We already know that prices of goods here in the United States are up sky high. Now, it appears uh, there's a bit of fact checking going on, however, after a fiery tweet from a Democratic con congressional candidate here in North Carolina, former Representative Erica Smith, who is now seeking North Carolina newly drawn second congressional district seat, sent out a tweet on December 20th, and, and I'm quoting here, uh, she said, corporate profit margins are at their highest point in 70 years. Corporations are trying to blame inflation on the stimulus checks. Meanwhile, they are overcharging us for gas, medicine, and groceries and pocketing the difference. It's a racket, end quote. Hmm. She certainly said a mouthful or a tweetful. I don't think we needed, uh, needed her to say that to understand. I just don't. Well, she may be correct, what many are saying, to an extent, however. Now, according to the Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis, which cited the U.S. Bureau of Economic Analysis data, says that corporate profits did breach a 70-year high. But they're also saying that the tweet is misleading about the prices of gas, groceries, and medicine. Now, in September, Reuters, Reuters I'm sorry, Reuters, I'm sorry, reported that prices of various goods had climbed as demand increased, but supply was severely limited. But companies were able to keep profit margins high by cutting costs and passing higher costs along to consumers. Of course, that's what we know. Don't need you to tell us that. At least I don't. <laughs> Go into the grocery store to buy groceries and I'm like, good Lord. What? Uh, what is this, gold, oil? What in the world? Go to the gas station to, to fill up. I'm like, good Lord. <laughs> Must be, what are they, refining it on spot or something? Man. And also the government numbers in September of last year, which were, adjust, were not adjusted for inflation, however. And they later on at the end of the year, right when inflation started to kick in, they came back out and it came up with some more numbers. But for these numbers, what, what, what it was was a quarterly report and it ended September the 30th. So they, end, they came out with their numbers. They are saying it added up to a $2.7 trillion. That's the highest since 1950. So there goes your 70 year high. Yeah, now there's another research uh, consulting firm called Yardini, which uh, is a financial analyst to be specific. And December came out with a report also. And their report was based off the margins for the S&P 500 companies. It showed corporate profits the highest in level since at least 1994. So where's the misleading info? Why is there a need for fact checking? Well, some feel that her statements about or her statement about overcharging for gas and medicine and groceries isn't accurate. It just isn't. What they're saying, in fact, is that companies lost money with COVID shutdowns in 2020. As far as the gas 
people, what they're saying is, you know, the gas companies or these big gas conglomerates, they weren't making any money because people weren't commuting to work or taking those family vacations during COVID back in 2020. Yeah, that's right. Consumers, what they were saying was consumers weren't really buying groceries. But in fact, Kroger, which is a, a nation leading uh, supermarket chain, reported a 1.5% drop compared to the same period of 2019. Now, as far as the medicine goes, they're saying that uh, U.S. consumers have always paid far more for prescriptions in comparison to uh, other countries. So I know I know they have the numbers. And, and I think she may have jumped the gun a little bit with her tweet because uh, the numbers hadn't really been compiled and they hadn't really got that data for uh, the uh, 2020. All they had was that quarterly report and they hadn't released the end of year predictions or, or the end of year actual numbers. So she may have jumped the gun is what they're saying. Or maybe she did jump the gun a little bit, but she, she wanted to maybe she wanted to get all of that out and, and out there, because like I said earlier, she's running from that running for that congressional second seat here in uh, North Carolina. So maybe she wanted to put it out there to let uh, the voters know, hey, we're being railroaded, ramrod and, and <laughs> taken advantage of by these corporations. But, you know, you have those uh, uh, that are in the financial sector that are saying, nah, it really wasn't a, 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 the, the, the grocery, the gas and the pharmacy industry uh, or those companies. They really didn't see a profit. Um, they may not have seen a, seen a profit, but they sure as hell did raise the prices. Because if you know, I, I told you guys, we all know by now they raise prices on uh, uh, goods like uh, your your your. Uh, health and beauty products, that's your shampoo, baby lotion, uh, soap, uh, body wash, whatever, everything you could think of that you would normally walk into a, a, a grocery store or a drugstore or, or a, what, are, what are these, these uh, family dollars and Dollar Tree and Dollar Generals and those prices went up. Hell, Dollar Tree even, <laughs> they're not Dollar Tree anymore. They don't have, they, they, they have, they still have dollar products, but it's a dollar and up now. They're not even Dollar Tree. I guess they lost uh, a profit too during the pandemic. So I, I mean, I can I can see where you're saying that that based off the information you have for 2019 and a certain port, portion of 2020 that that she she's not right. But in all actuality, from a common man's perspective, from someone that works every day and then has to go and buy these goods, she's spot on. If you guys are saying you're not making a profit, well, somebody is because the price of goods, the price to do business even has risen. And these, uh, you know, these grocery chains, these pharmacy chains, the, even the restaurant industry, they flat out say, hey, uh, the price of doing business has gone up and we have to pass it on to the consumer. Yes, they do. And yes, they have. So I wouldn't say she was that much off. Her, her, her statement, her statement wasn't that far off. Um, maybe she just, like I said, jumped the gun too much. She should have waited a little while, but she really couldn't wait because if you think about it here in North Carolina, we're getting ready to have an election, our midterm elections uh, later this spring and, and early summer. In fact, that's why, you know, they redrew those district maps and they went to court and the Democrats were saying, hey, these maps are unfair. They're, they're, they're eliminating or targeting uh 
minorities and, and, and we're losing ground, but the, the state Supreme Court came back and said, no, nah, those maps are fine. Let's continue on. So we're getting ready to have a midterm. And maybe, like I said, maybe she wanted to get that information out there before that midterm to let people know. I, 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 uh, newsflash, I really don't think you had to come out and tell people that the price of, of goods have gone up. Like I said, I go into the grocery store to buy, buy meat and I'm looking like, what in the world is going on here? Because the price of hamburger, chicken, pork, beef, other beef products, you name it, all of it has gone up. $15 for a pack of chicken wings? What in the world is that about? $10 for a pack of, 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 of drumsticks and leg quarters? Yeah, the price of, go, of, of goods have gone up tremendously. And somebody's making a profit off of it. You're not going to tell me. And 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 it stands the reason that those that that hold on to or hold these commodities, they're not making money. They weren't making money during the pandemic. So yeah, they're going to raise the price to keep those shareholders and 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 that that board of directors happy. They got to get their money too. So yeah, they did raise the price. Yeah, they are seeing a profit. I don't care about your numbers. I don't need a, a financial analysis a analysis to, to tell me. Or, or, or politicians to tell me, I know firsthand, I know full well everything has gone up. It just has. So for them to come out and say, we got to do a fact checking, she's not accurate, you know. Um, if you're saying she's not accurate as, as it relates to grocery, gas, and prescriptions, now the prescription side I can halfway see, because that's like they said, uh, prescriptions have always been, medicine has always been high. It just has. We've always, like they said, we've always paid more for prescriptions than um, other countries. Pharmaceutical companies are in those politicians' pocket or head. Or I should I say the politicians are in their pocket. So that, that's a given. But that grocery and gas, you guys can keep that. I, I don't care nothing about your 1.5% Kroger. <laughs> about you, you, you only made 1.5% in profit. Nah, that's enough. And, and, and I know what you're going to say, the, the supply chain, and they had problems getting things in. Well, that supply, supply chain, um, that supply chain debacle, that kind of happened towards the end of the year. So the, the early part of 2020, you guys were rolling because we all know people were going to these stores and going crazy. Why were they going to the stores and going crazy? Why did they, where did they have all of this money if they weren't working? Stimulus. That came up also. They're saying that's what drove up the prices, and that's what that is what drove up inflation. It gave false numbers. You guys remember a while back I talked about that when they said that people were getting these stimulus checks and they really didn't need them. A lot of people were still working and they were still getting stimulus checks. So people were going out buying and it gave false numbers. And and of course, you know, the retailers and grocers or whatever, they were saying, Hey, the economy is good, so we're gonna keep ordering. We we that thing about the supply chain, they were saying that it was uh, the supply, the, the demand was there, but the supply wasn't there. That came later on in the year. Earlier on in the year, your, 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 your shelves were stocked. And they were going empty because people were going crazy buying, buying items with that stimulus check, with those stimulus checks. I'm sorry. So, yeah, now we do have inflation. Yes, it is high. Yes, the price of goods are high because of those false numbers and false beliefs, because 
now that we are returning back to work, people are kind of sort of doing what they did before the pandemic and the stimulus checks. They're pinching pennies. They're not spending crazy anymore. And now, as we all know, with that supply chain, COVID overseas, where we got the majority of our goods, they were hit pretty hard with COVID also. So goods were, it was extremely limited in how goods were produced and manufactured. Couldn't get people into those factories overseas to make those goods. And and the few that that were able to get it out and, and move it around when it got to the United States, be it those cargo ships, they found that due to COVID also, and also due to people not really wanting to work because they were getting stimulus checks and unemployment, they just sat there. And also there's another report uh, coming out of California where people are looting the freight trains. They're stealing, <laughs> they're stealing goods off the freight trains. Uh, have you seen that uh, 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 video or or news story where you got all of those packages just laid throughout the train yard all on the tracks. Wow. What in the world is really going on? But back to this. Yeah, she she's I, I, she's not too far off. I don't know about the the uh the prescription side like I said. That's going I think that would be kind of hard to to measure because hey, we've always paid more for for prescriptions. We just have but the other two areas, the groceries and the gas, yeah, and the gas more specifically, we all know when we had that colonial pipeline shut down, how they said, oh, there's no need for you guys to run out and rush and, and try to fill your tanks up and your little gas cans and containers or whatever. There isn't a gas shortage. It was just a shutdown to a hack, uh, and, and we've got everything under control. We can't do the automated pumping, but we can do the manual. So there's no need for people to rush and go out and hoard gas. But oh, by the way, because of the shutdown, we're going to have to raise the price of gas. I thought you guys said there wasn't a gas shortage. But so if, if it was only offline for a week, I believe that was only a week. And and, and you, you're still saying you had the gas in reserve and you just had to pump, you just had to go to the manual pumping versus the automated. Why'd you raise the gas? Because you were trying to increase your profits. Doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure this out. It just doesn't. And 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 like I always say, there's no way in the world, no way, no how. You could convince me otherwise. Here's the thing with these corporations. Let's just hey, their primary ob- objective is to get profit. And they're going to get profit in any way they can, any avenue they have to travel down. If they got to raise the price, they're going to raise the price. No matter what, they don't care what is going on in your life. Because their primary objective is profit. It just is. You're not sitting on that board. You haven't been entrusted with with being on that board just to make everybody comfy, to give them all the warm and fuzzies. Your primary objective only objective really is to increase the company's profit. Simple and plain. It's no mystery. It's no surprise. And as to why uh, people would think otherwise, uh, I guess they need the warm and fuzzies and they really need to think that these large corporations care about them. But yeah, like I said, I don't need you guys to tell me that. I already know that. It's a given. It just is. It is known. That's just what you do. (laughs) It is. It's just what you do. 
But yeah, I I, I don't. Um, I'm not going to subscribe to the fact that they're saying the fact checking and, and fact checking and she's wrong on that grocery and gas side because I, I know better. <laughs> Hell, I work in retail and I can tell you the price has gone up all the way across the board on any and everything in the stores. I work in retail. Hell, I shop. I have to buy and shop, you know, like everyone else in, in, in this country. And I can tell you firsthand, yeah, it has. We all remember when Procter & Gamble gave the... Uh, Gave, sounded the alarm months ago when they told uh, they straight out sent uh, notice to the retailers. Hey, stand by to stand by. We're going to be raising prices on, on a lot of goods or all our goods. The pampers, the diapers, the uh, like I said, the body wash, the soap, the deodorant, the toothpaste, uh, shampoo, you name it. They raised the price. And yes, they did. They, I believe, <laughs> the crazy thing is when they when when I when they sent the notice out. And then when I, I read that article, it was like I went back to work a day or so later and bam, there they were staring me right in my face. And people coming into the store saying, what in the world is this? Yeah, the price of goods have gone up. We all know. And it's like I said numerous times, these companies are going to have to make a profit off whether it's COVID or no COVID. They lost a lot of money. They just did. They they just did. And, and another thing. Um, which is, is maybe totally off subject. And I meant to speak on this some time ago. Uh, Kroger, that uh, top-notch grocery chain here in the United States came out and told their employees months ago that if they didn't get vaccinated, pretty much you're, you're on your own. And if you happen to get COVID, you aren't going to get paid for it. We're not going to give you COVID pay. And, and if you refuse to get vaccinated, hey, you're going to have to take a COVID test, what, once or twice a week? So the nation's leading grocery chain, I guess they they said and figured, hey, we're losing money due to these uh, these COVID. I think that's what's happened a lot. A lot of these companies, they're realizing that people staying out of work and them having to uh, do those COVID tests. Also, they're losing money, especially the insurance companies, because think about it. Somebody has to pay for those COVID tests. They tell you it's free, but it's really not. They got to bill somebody. The companies that are making these tests. They aren't making them for free just for the heck of it. They just aren't. Hell, they got to get a profit too. So it looks like they want to pass it on to the insurance companies and the insurance companies are going to pass it on to the insured. Yeah, that's usually, that's probably how that thing is going to go. Well, that is how that thing is going to go. That's how that ball is going to roll. Get ready. That's something else that's going to go up. Insurance. These COVID tests aren't free. They aren't made free, and, and, and somebody's going to have to pay for them. It's going to be you and I. When have you ever known an insurance company or insurers to take a loss? I haven't. Maybe I've been asleep for a couple of decades or something, but I haven't. So, yeah, when she said that, though, well, back to that. When she said, the, uh, the, 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 said that this was the highest we've seen uh the corporations making a profit in 70 years. Yeah, she's spot on with that. Doesn't take a rocket scientist, doesn't take a financial analysis, doesn't take a politician, doesn't take an economist to tell me that, to figure that out. That I already know. Now, I'm not the most studious person you're going to find, but I ain't the slowest either. <laughs> I just ain't. Maybe some others do need politicians or, or whatever, a financial analysis specialist to tell them that. 
but I already saw the, the handwriting was on the wall for me a while back and I saw it coming. I just did. Me and my uh, simple common mind already knew this was coming down the pipe. And, and, and if any of you have been paying attention, you knew it was coming too. <laughs> you just did. You just did, man. So yeah, she's, she's not too far off about this 70 year high for these profit mar margins for these corporations. She isn't. She just isn't. And, and for me, it doesn't, it transcends uh, political lines or party lines, whether Democrat or Republican tell the truth. Your voters need to know, your constituents, constituents need to know that the price of doing business has gone up due to inflation. Part of which, I, like I said, it was those stimulus checks. It gave a, a facade that we were doing well when we actually weren't. A lot of you weren't making money because you were out of work. Some of you were working, but we got those stimulus checks. You took off like a bat out of you know what. <laughs> you just did. You just did. Well, that's all for me today. And I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response. So offer your feedback. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio, Public, Verbal, and WordPress. And as always, thank you for listening. This is Stephen Carnegie for This Is Just a Thought. Amen.